Testing one, two, three. Testing, testing. <laughs> Peter Bill. What was that testing that you were doing? Well, it's, um, my brain's still thinking about that big burp you did before we turned the mics on. I wish I, I, wish I had that on here. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> hey, I need to tune you in. I need to get to the mic. I am having a hard time tuning my brain in, so. That's all right. It's a little flighty right now. So what do you got? Kenworth, Peterbilt, Diamond Rio, Auto Car, Marmon. That's some old stuff. Time in Rio. You know what a diamond Rio? Oh, you said diamond. I thought you said time in. No, like, diamond Rio was a. There, there used to be a trucking company, uh, a, a truck called the Diamond Rio. My grandfather used to have them. Oh yeah. Marmon was another truck that he had, which is, I believe the Marmon went out of business in 1997. It actually got taken over by I think what is now Daimler Chrysler or. Navistar, one of those guys, I think, took it over. They were out of Texas, and they were like all hand-built trucks. Beautiful. In fact, we have a video coming out. That's how I know. Ah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Talk into the mic a little bit there, young lady. Young lady. Well, I need ah. to get you adjusted to You the- know, it's funny that you say young lady, because usually you tell everybody that you're older, or I'm older than you. Well, I always go by the way it looks. <laughs> oh. Anyways, come on, talk. There goes your Christmas present. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Ruthann, uh, uh, that that was a devious laugh. <laughs> All right. All right. Can we tune in here? <laughs> I thought you were doing it. <laughs> I, I am trying to do it, but All right. I thought that actually doesn't look too bad. Hey, hmm. you ready? I'm ready. Trucking news with Ruthann. With me. What do you got? News. All right. Let's have it. <laughs> um, well, everybody knows this is past Saturday. Everybody did the wreaths across America. And I just wanted to say thanks to everybody that did participate in it. There was over 200 trucking companies that volunteered their time and services to do in it. And a shout out to the driver that was picked to drive the um, Wreaths Across America truck. His name was Steve. What was the company that hauled that one? Did it say? No. No. Okay. Oh, well, he currently drives for NSG Transport. Uh, out okay. of uh, Nebraska. I think well, he's out of Nebraska. He is out of Nebraska. Okay. Right. And he was the one that drove the truck? Yeah, he drove what, what it was. It was a, it's a, it's a Reese Across America tractor and trailer that honors the vets. He was actually a CB for uh, nine years active, and then he did six and a half years as reservist. So he currently is driving for NSG as a veteran well, go so. Steve. His last name's not in there? No, his last name's there. I just really can't pronounce it very well. Okay, try. Give it a try. We love when it's a funny name. Schildhauer? I don't think that's that hard. No, it's, I, I could have pronounced it wrong. It's S-C-H-I-L-D-H-A-U-E-R. I can only imagine the Schildhauer clan and family members all going man. right now up in arms because you said their name was hard to pronounce. <laughs> funny name. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't say it was a funny name. Meanwhile, I, just, I was sticking up for them and being the kind of person I normally am. Yes. No. All right. No. No, 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 no. So, so, You're none of them. Okay. So anyways, I didn't know if anybody really knew that the Reeds Across America starts in Maine and goes down to Virginia that way. And then it'll get dispersed throughout. So, but Well, I guess Arlington is a big, the big mm-hmm. cemetery there That's where, where they... That's where it's at. Mm-hmm. But I don't, doesn't Reeds Across America also uh, distribute it at different 
Nationwide. Yeah, it's nationwide because yeah. yeah, it's, it's a huge event. They do 1,640 cemeteries nationwide, and they are doing now 26 cemeteries that are abroad, meaning overseas. They just did one in France. You know, last night you and I went to see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra for we the did. first time in our lives. We did. I've right? been wanting to see it for probably, what, 10, 15 years. Right. And if I'm being honest, it was okay. It yeah. wasn't really nothing like like some of the concerts we've been no. to. Mm-hmm. I mean, but they were talented. Mm-hmm. The light show was really, really cool. But what I thought was really amazing was the main guy last night, he, was, he said, listen, I need a big round of applause for this person and that person. And then mm-hmm. he said, listen, I want to... I want to give you who really needs it. And then he said about our veterans. Right. Our military. Yeah. He was like, and how about a great big hand for really the people that keep us safe, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And and that to me was amazing because, you know, we have uh, a son that's Air Force. We have a daughter that's Air Force. We mm-hmm. have a daughter that's Navy. We have a son that's Army, Army Ranger, actually. Yeah. And both our dads were Air Force. So, you know, we Mine are, was a Marine. Yours was a Marine? Yeah. Oh, okay. I but didn't re- we realized but, he was a jarhead. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Yeah. And my grandfather was in the military, and so was our my brother. And my grandfathers both were also mm-hmm. in wars too. So, so we have a lot of military in our family. Yeah. So anyway, so hats off to wreaths across America, all mm-hmm. you trucking companies, and I'm sure maybe next year we'll get the volunteer numbers out there. We put them out there last year for trucking companies to mm-hmm. sign up to be able to participate in you know, helping mm-hmm. distribute these things. And some of the videos that you see coming out, mm-hmm. you'll see like lines of trucks going mm-hmm. into cemeteries. It's, it's actually really beautiful mm-hmm. just to see the trucking industry involved in this. Right. So. Well, they say right now, I mean, like here's some of the big ones. You have J.B. Hunt, Schneider, Sierra England. Um, J.B. Hunt alone had over 2,000 um, employees that volunteered to do the Reads across America in in doing that, and then they did 42 of the company's drivers were selected by the company itself to transport rings uh, wreaths from the Harrington May down to their final destination, which could have been anywhere across the U.S. Really, yeah, that's just absolutely beautiful, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, it it means a lot because, you know. Okay. It just means a lot. I, I stumbled because you did the come on, hurry up, wave hand thing. And it's, I don't like when you do that. I'm supposed to tell people that I'm waving you on. <laughs> Should I cut it out? Anyways, what else you got in trucking? Um, I have a, uh Indiana group. It's a food bank group that if you're driving through Indiana or you are located in the vicinity, if you have a load, whether it be dry goods or reefer, that has been rejected by the... Um, the docks or wherever receiver. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't get it out. Um, they will take it and distribute it to the food banks. Of course, clear that with your company first. Well, yeah, of course, but there's, um, you go to www.fooddropin for indiana.org and it will tell you to different locations, but you can clear it with your employer before that. And if it ends up coming up or you can even talk to them and see what they, you know, what their requirements are. It's, it's simple, you know, as, as long as the seals aren't broken and um, the labels aren't removed from the food and stuff like that. It makes it really easy for them to receive the stuff. So, and if you do end up giving to them, they'll give you a donation receipt for your taxes. Okay. So, if a company is getting it rejected, and it might make it easier for the company, especially small companies, to receive that donation. Yeah. So, give them that address again. If you have a, a load that's been rejected and you don't know what to do with it, and and the shippers saying we don't want it back, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Who knows it? What you know? What, well, depending on what it is, you can't. You know. Right. It's www.fooddropin.org. 
fooddrop.in. Oh, I-N no. for Indiana. F-O-O-D-D-R-O-P-I-N dot org. So it's not two dots, it's not fooddrop.in? No. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Food, F-O-O-D, drop, D-R-O-P-I-N for Indiana dot org. Okay. So it's all one word, dot org. Food well, drop Indiana. I make things difficult. I know. Don't you? I don't know. Gosh, Troy. All right. What do you It's got? the holidays. You should make things easier for me. Oh, you know me and the holidays. You hate them. Bah humbug. He is. He's such a Scrooge. I, no, I'm not really a Scrooge. I just, it just messes everything up. That's all. I, I'm, I, you want me to give, if you want my theory on no, Christmas, I don't, I don't, everybody will hate We're not even going to go there. We're not <laughs> even going there. We're, we're dropping that. Okay. <laughs> so the like, next Troy thing. just killed my Christmas so, with his theory. <laughs> the next thing that we're going to go to is... Um, the storms that happened last week, I just want to say um, it killed three drivers. Oh, no. Automatically, um, just in that one weekend in North Carolina and Tennessee. Oh, they got hit with snow and yeah. ice. Yeah. And it killed three it, drivers. No. And, yeah. where, do you know where it happened or not? No. Yeah, the one happened off of I-81, um, exit 66 in Kingsport, Tennessee. There was a the driver. He was 58. His name was William Taylor. He was, uh, his truck broke down, so he got out of this truck and started walking, and a SUV skidded out of control and hit him. Oh, man. You that know? really sucks. It, it, it actually is really, you know, each one of these incidences were, like, wow incidences. The other one, driver was shoveling his truck out of snow and actually had a massive heart attack and died. It's okay. Like, yeah. And we've seen that everywhere, every year that's, that happens. People... Mm-hmm especially from sitting around, they don't have a lot of exercise, and now all of a sudden they're called upon to do some hard labor. And shoveling snow will get your blood pumping, believe mm-hmm. me. I used to do it. Yeah. You know, the other thing that I would say, Ruthann, to everybody. Carry a snowblower? No, no. I'm actually being serious for a second. When, when you're in an accident or you're on the side of the road or whatever the case is, you really want to be... Remember the other day we were going through construction and that guy was riding the bicycle I know, on, right? on the side of the cones where traffic has gone. And I'm like, why isn't he like yeah, he had 20 like... feet over there where he would be not even in danger? Yeah. And so, you know, walking next to a road, I'll tell you where really people get screwed is when they get into an accident, especially young people. They think, oh, I'm in an accident. Now I'm going to get out and assess the situation and I'll go talk to the people and blah, blah, blah. And you're not realizing that there's... People coming at 70 miles an hour that might not be watching. And so you really want to make sure of the traffic coming to a halt or at least being directed in a safe manner before you get out and walk. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're even in in an accident in the middle of the highway, you don't want to get out of that vehicle right away until you know somebody ain't going to kill you. Anyways, that's just a little... Well, a this little. one driver, I mean, he might have been a far enough away. It's, it was the SUV that skidded out of control. I yeah. mean, that you can't control sometimes because you right. might have been clearly out of the way. The uh, last one, um, luckily enough, well, it wasn't even luckily enough, um, a passerbyer seen a guardrail that was missing, and mm-hmm. here a driver went over into the river Near Kinston, North North Carolina. Really, they a trucker? Mm-hmm. No way. They pulled his tractor out. Uh huh. They haven't found him yet. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not good. No. So all I want to say is my sympathies out to the families and drivers. Please drive safe. I mean, they they North Carolina Highway Patrol said out of that weekend, six hundred and seventy collisions during um, happened during that storm alone, and it dumped a foot or more of snow in many years. Like it basically dumped over thirty four inches. 
And it was like their year's worth of accumulation just in that one storm. Yeah, the further south you go, the less we are used to... Well, you and I grew up in the ice and snow, but people that have never really had to deal with it, it's... It's it's really. They called in the national, or not the national? Yeah, the national guard. They called them in to help with that. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you southern boys and gals a little advice out there about driving in snow. I'm, I'm this is serious again. This is serious, Troy. You like serious, Troy? He's weird. <laughs> He's weird. He is weird. But I'm gonna be serious. If you break in snow and you turn your wheel to the left, your car is gonna go right. If you brake in snow and turn your wheel while you're braking, right, your car is going to go left. The worst thing to do is slam your brakes on in snow and ice. And what happens is when you're a person that's not used to snow and ice, all you do is you grab that steering wheel, hit them brakes, and hold on for dear life. And when you try to steer, you're going, oh, my God, I'm going left, and I'm steering right. You know. And what you've got to really do is... In fact, my advice would be if if you haven't been in snow and all of a sudden it's snowing and it's laying on the ground, take your car into a parking lot where it's safe and don't go crazy. That's what we how we learned as kids though, doing donuts and parking lots and skids and stuff. But it truth be known, if you just take your car in that parking lot, go about twenty mile an hour, hit the brake and steer. You're gonna notice that you do not have any control. So what you wanna do is hit the brake, steer left, and you're gonna start drifting right. Just do that for about a half a second and then let off your brakes and you'll notice that your wheels automatically start turning and you are going to go automatically in the direction that your wheel, your front wheels are pointed. It's a very simple concept, but you got to be prepared for that. And I know a lot of you guys and gals in the South that have never driven in slick weather when the first time you hit them brakes, you're like, ah, and you're hanging on. And next thing you know, you're, you're, you, you get locked into this panic panicking skid and you're screwed but if you take take my advice mr trucker's advice everything mr trucker um and just go into a parking lot and and play and if you notice what he said the last few times he said with your car they're truck drivers honey i'm not just talking to truckers i'm talking to every you just said that the state police said there were 600 and some crazy accidents that they Mm -hmm. do to the weather so that's not all my my guess is 99% 99% of them were four-wheelers that were wrecking, you it know, because most truckers do know how to under, do, do understand how to run in, in bad weather. And if you, and if you don't, you just got a piece of advice. Don't, don't play with your brakes, drive at a safer speed, slow it down. You, we want to drop it down to a speed where you're in control and get a CB and yeah, we'll get a CB, but mainly I'm telling you, go into a parking lot and, and try what I'm telling you. At least you'll get the feel for how a vehicle acts in that weather. Now, when you're going down the highway, you already know. If I hit them brakes, I'm gonna I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. And drive at a safe speed. Just try it. You'll see what I'm talking about. Ruthanne, what else you got in trucking? Um, Washington State, um, WS Dot is um, locking down on their chains, the r- rules and regulations. So I I seen something like that. What's mm-hmm. what is the rule here? I mean, obviously we. It means oh, if they if they post saying that you need to put chains on, they want to see you putting your chains on. A lot of people were not doing it. Yes. And um, cars themselves are getting fined five hundred dollars. I don't know what it was. I looked to try and see what it would be for a tractor trailer, and it wasn't giving it to me. But um, it did say that you could download their mobile app, and it will keep you up to date whether or not it's requiring their chains or not. You know what? I did see that. You're right, and that's what it was about. 
that chain law is there for a reason. And, you know, one of the reasons truckers don't like to go out to that Northwest in the winter, if we play by the rules and we put them chains on, we're good, right? But what about the idiot that doesn't do it? Guess and that might good? be why they're doing more of a lockdown on it. They said over 30,000 people go through the one pass alone, and um, half of them don't even really put their chains on and they're causing too many accidents. Right, and that's exactly what it comes down to. Hey, do you remember when we were kids? Do you remember studded tires? Oh, do mm-hmm. they even still make them? I don't know. They were, and, and you can pull, you, you'd have to take pliers to pull the studs out. They were metal studs. And so you basically had spiked tires for the winter. They would put them on in the winter. Mm-hmm. But the only, you know, the only problem is if you didn't get snow for a long time, now you're driving around on studs, chewing up the road and everything. I, I think they kind of don't use studded tires anymore, but mm-hmm. it was kind of, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. That was pretty wild, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. I never had to use them or anything like that. I wasn't involved in that part. But, yeah. You know. Cool. All right. So anyways, uh, what else you got in trucking? There is two former Amazon employees that decided to create their own app. It's called Convoy. Mm-hmm. What it does is it uses the technology to um, help drivers with freight across the nation. It started with just over in the uh, Midwest, upper Northwest, and then they've expanded out. So what it does is if you have um, freight that you... You know, if you're one to gather the freight, like if you needed a broker, they will help you help connect you to a load. So right now they have over 100,000 trucks and drivers on its network. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I was so, actually surprised when I read that part. So I wonder if it's like the DAT board, you know, where you get your loads, get loaded. I'm just wondering, um, and it's mainly, it sounds like it's mainly, they've almost almost become like the central dispatch for you know, single drivers that have their own authority. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they do they do Home Depot, um, Anheuser-Busch, and then there's Unilever that they deal with. That's those, Ice Cream Place. Yeah. Just, just to name a couple of them that they do deal with. So it's not like these little small companies that they work with. They do work with large companies also. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Yeah, go, 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 go. What else you got in trucking? Um. Do you have anything? Yeah, I just had to clear that off so I don't end up going back and forth when it just does like a refresh. Yeah. Some so, interesting things you brought up today. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. What else you got? Um, I do, I'm sure most people know it, but to be on the safe side, Birmingham is going to be break, um, oh, yeah. shutting down. Did you see it? I did. I-59-20. Yeah, yeah, for a year they're shutting it down. So if you're a person that doesn't normally go through there. Don't. Well, <laughs> you never wanted to go through that anyways, but here's, be prepared because they're going to have you go and rerouting. So try and actually get rerouted before you even start going into that way instead of saying, oh, well, no, I always knew that you could go and take I-20. Well, you're not going to want to be able to do that. Well, you can't do that anymore because they're shutting it down. So yeah, going through Birmingham is going to be a, a real bugger right. for the next year. When, when, when are they due to shut it down? Does it say or not? Um, I know if it's, they- it's, uh, it says it's in a little more than a month. Okay. So I'm going to assume that it's January. Probably right after the holidays. Yeah. They're going to be shutting Birmingham down. I, well, not the, the city of Birmingham. Well, but it's going to close portions of um, 59 and 20. Yeah, so it, it, will, it will become a major cluster. Right. Uh, if you don't have a delivery in Birmingham, and if you can avoid Birmingham in your routing, all you trucking companies, you dispatchers, you might start looking into that being that the bot. You know, there's a lot of freight that comes out of Birmingham. Yeah, it's saying, it's saying that you could take 65 to go around most of it, but you really want to be careful because you can end up going and, and taking it too close to where it's going to be just more bottleneck. So you might want to go further around. Look, we just came down through Charlotte a couple weeks ago. 
And they have, oh. they have, and out of like, there's like four lanes coming in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was a town about 30 miles north of it that was, uh, they had a lane shut down also. And just that one lane turned it into miles of crazy backed up traffic. It was horrible. Can't even imagine what Birmingham's going to be like. I know it's going to be, it's going to be actually pretty horrible to me. I mean, I, I love bringing good news. I, I actually, I Birmingham. think I went a little on the bad news side today, you know, today, but what else you got? You got anything else? Yeah. I mean, I got other stuff that I can talk about. Um, I was going to do one on a pod, but because the holidays are coming, I kind of wanted to at least bring something up about, um, better health. Better health. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the time of the year where we all eat really bad. I know. That's why I'm kind of kind of put it out there as far as trying to make sure that you eat right. Just because, you know, everybody's going to be eating horribly. But what happens is your muscles as a driver, you all know how your back and your neck muscles get like really worse. You know, the extra weight makes it worse for you. But sitting as long as you are in postures and so forth. So try and make it a little bit easier on yourself by not overeating. Um, and then also sitting better in the truck so that you're not slouched over. And also, you know, to reduce the neck injury, you know, watch how you're doing stuff as far as tarping and, and, and so forth. Okay. All right. Good advice, Ruth Ann. You're such a mother to these truckers. Am I a mother trucker? Yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. You got me before I could say it. <laughs> know if i'm having fun with you anymore <laughs> no well, i'm kidding i am he's actually mellow today Did y'all notice how i cut him off but he hasn't cut me off really oh no i, I am nah. I'm, I'm actually i got a million things on my mind but i am enjoying the pod we just you know i i, I uh really enjoyed that podcast we interviewed that young trucker which is going to be going up next week i know we interviewed uh, we just interviewed a uh, we actually we got a bunch of interviews that have to be uploaded so they'll be going up soon too um just had a great time this past week, you and I, with some pods because we had been out of the office for a week or two. But mm-hmm. we are back doing pods and mm-hmm. uh, hanging out with our trucker friends and doing our thing. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. really what it's all about. We're a trucker family, right? We are. Absolutely. So do you do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about today? That was basically it. Get another pod out to these people and we'll do our thing. Just do you hear the mellowness in it? I am. I am just so mellow. <laughs> I don't even know why. Did you slip me something? I don't no, know. No, it was. It must have been those peanut. We Troy made um oh my God. peanut butter cookies with the ones with the hush kisses shoved in them. Well, he upgraded it and put a peanut butter cup inside of the peanut butter cookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's I, just say about that waking I was just talking about. <laughs> yeah, I took the cookie to a new level. <laughs> they they didn't know that I cooked though. I never. I don't know if I've ever told them that. Well, he he's a hobby cooker. I am a hobby cooker. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, anyways, you ready to get out of here? Peace, guys. All right, y'all, take care. Peace. And and Merry Christmas, which I'm sure they'll hear another pod where we say Merry Christmas, but honestly, Merry Christmas. And, you know, it's that time of the year. One of the things, I could be negative about Christmas, but I'll, he I'll just... He hates the holidays, gosh. I don't want to ruin everybody's th- theory on Christmas. I'm not one of the guys, though. Did you see Did you see a video? I seen a video not long ago where I, this whole guy <laughs> showed up at... At, you know, we're like at a mall where there's like 10 million kids in line to sit with Santa. Yay, Santa. Mm-hmm. And the dude came in there with paperwork showing all the little kids how it really doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> and the mothers were like trying to kill him. It was like, you're ruining my kids. <laughs> Thought line here on Christmas. And and it was like this dude, he just went there specifically with, with a big picket sign and just to... to 
just to pee on every little kid's Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. It was really it was not really good. He actually lucky the dads were kind of remaining calm because I thought at any moment he was gonna the mob was gonna you know take a few shots at him. Grandpa got ran over by a mob. Yeah, but see, I I did not. I, I'm not gonna do that and and kill everybody's Christmas buzz. So I really I, I will say this on the positive side because I have a negative side, but I'm saying the positive side. <laughs> it's negative side. I really love big. it. I love this part where everybody is cheerful and coming together and and really having a good time with each other and 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 they have each other in their thoughts. I'm buying, you know, people are buying presents for each other and they're doing well that one day. And I'll leave it at that, okay? I just wish that it could be like that all year around where everybody was, "Hey, let me let me think of my friend here or or, or relative or whatever that may need something blah blah blah." I wish it was like the 364 other days. But at least we have a really neat day where everybody comes together and is kind of wanting, wanting to give a gift to each other. You know, that's, that's the positive side of Christmas. Okay. What, what's the look for? There's a lot of pausing here. (laughs) There's a lot going in that mind. I was, uh, but I'm not going to go there. But what I do want, and I was going to ask, you want trucker pictures with with the Santa Claus hats? I I, no, I I don't want the truckers and stuff. I want to see your tractor decked out. Who decorates for Christmas your tractor? And if you do, I want to see it. I agree, hundred percent. All right, send us some pictures of your truck with holiday decorations on it, and. I say, send us a picture also with you in a Santa Claus hat in your cab. I think that would be cool if we uploaded a bunch of um, Santa you, Claus yeah. truckers. Santa, See, remember we Talk CDL made that video about a year or two ago? It said the real Santa Claus, and then it had pictures of tractor trailers mm-hmm. going to different stores. Well, that's true. That's the, that's the real tra- uh, Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Us truckers, we deliver. Santa, he really doesn't deliver, Mm-mm. but truckers do. Mm-hmm. All right. You got anything else? Mm-mm. All right. We're out of here. Peace. Praise the Lord. Hey, drivers. Ruthann here. Pick up the phone and dial 844-292-8999. If you're looking for a company with new all-automatic Kenworth T680s with APUs and fridges, this company offers lease purchase and company positions. Again, dial 844-292-8999.